I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You have a Bucks team that is leading the NBA in scoring against a Pelicans team tonight that is second worst in points allowed. So without Giannis, they could still win this game. Just a little weird to see it happen. Hey, Brian Scalabrini, radio.com sports NBA insider, is joining us right now. And uh, the insider call is brought to you by the midsize Metris from Mercedes-Benz. Brian, this is, so we're talking about those elite teams in the NBA, the Bucks, the Lakers and Clippers. You could put your Celtics that you played for in that conversation. They've had a great record this year. What keeps them motivated in December, knowing that they'll be around in April? Well, all those teams? Well, what's really interesting, first, if you look west, let's first go there. I know you guys want to do east in Milwaukee, but if you're a top two seed in the west, your first-round matchup is significant. There's a huge drop-off between if you're a three-seed and you're playing a six or you're a four-seed playing a five. So I think that's what's going to keep those guys motivated. I do think that everyone's kind of keeping an eye on the Bucks and having home court advantage through the finals will kind of play itself out. But if I'm the Bucks, I'm looking at it. To me, they're the hardest-playing team in the NBA. That's when you watch them from the tip to the time they smack a team by 20 and they all go and sit sit down on the bench they are full you know full throttle the whole time so um i, don't, I just think they take the the characteristic of, of their superstar like Giannis is one of the i, I had dj armstrong on the radio on the scallon Powell show the other day and he said that michael jordan was the greatest practice player ever he played hard he played every possession he said Giannis is like echoing that he brings it every day works hard every day and when you watch him play you're amazed at how he just like never runs out of energy so when it comes to the Bucks, I think they just follow the lead of their star. It's been fun to watch, and, and literally night to night has been a win after win for this team, and it's now a 15-game win streak, which is a fun thing to talk about in December. It gives us something to discuss here. But is there is there an advantage, this is going to sound weird, is there an advantage to having this thing snapped before it gets to 20 so that they can focus on something other than a midseason win streak? Um. Yeah, well, I guess you would have to ask the question: Are they are they focused on the win streak? Is that like all their? I know that the media does, but when you watch them play, I don't I don't feel like they're you know they're focused on. It. I also don't feel like they have slippage. Here's my only problem with the Bucks, and 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 this is this is an insignificant issue, and there's nothing you can do about it in the regular season. The problem is. When it gets tough, like the playoffs, and you slow down and you, and you take them out of transition and you have a close game down the stretch, like where are they going to go? And they don't – and I, I, I guess you could say they're going to go to Giannis, but I feel like the Bucks need practice closing tight games out on the road against you know good opponents. The issue is, and you can't hold it against them, they don't have tight games down the stretch on the road. They just beat everybody. So – it's going to be really interesting when the playoffs happen. I think whoever they play in the first round will probably dismiss. But after that, they're going to play against some pretty good coaches that are going to have some strategy or some pretty good players, and they're going to have to figure out how to navigate 
you know, late in the game or how to navigate series, you know, game to game, you know, game one to game two, game two to game three. So there's nothing you can you, – Bruno would never tell his team, hey, guys, we got to take our foot off the throttle so we can have a close game so we can practice that. But I, they, the Bucks have, to me, no issues whatsoever except can they close out a tight game with two minutes to go. The other half of you're talking about second round playoff matchups, and the other half of where the Bucks will be headed, and and fans that are just looking at the overall win loss record might be missing this. But you're talking about good coaches, good teams in the East: Boston, Miami, Philadelphia. Two, three, and four in the East are a combined thirty four and zero at home, which is yeah. the the narrative forever is you know the East isn't good, the East isn't good. But the truth is that upper half, those four seeds that'll have home court in the first round, they're all good teams. Yeah, they're, you know they're they're well coached, and um, you know I, I I'm not going to say Philly's well coached. I'm not I'm not down on Brett Brown, but I'm not super high on Philly's organization. But they are they're Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to how good they are at home, and when Ben Simmons is out in the open court, he seems to be a factor, and how many times he disappears. But, no, you're right. You watch Miami. Miami was down six points with 56 seconds to go to Atlanta, and uh, Trey Young was saying it's over, and they fought hard in the game 22-0 to zero with Duncan Robinson and, and Kendrick Nunn. So they, it's, it is amazing how good those teams are. But I, don't, I feel like the teams that could play the Bucks tough are Toronto, Philly and Boston. Those are the ones that would be really interesting if, and if somehow, some way, uh, Milwaukee could avoid those two teams and only have to play one of them. That would be a like a, a that'd be a win for for the Bucks because those are. I think Brad Stevens is a good coach. You know, last year was it's kind of an anomaly when you when you try to start to unfold that Bucks series. But you guys know how like maybe you hit the panic button after that game one when the Celtics won by twenty. And then, you know, like Giannis just completely took over from there. But they're not going to be, after that first-round matchup, it's not going to be just like an easy road for the Bucks. And it's uh, The Miami team is one that's of, of interest here because of a couple of guys with, with ties to, to this area. Of course, we know about Jimmy Butler, who went to Marquette. But uh, Tyler Harrow, who is a high school product of this area, of the Milwaukee area, uh, is somebody that I think, you know, he entered – in off of the drafts and it's like well okay this is a guy that could be something down the road but he has those moments already in his career just a few months in where you see him take a game over uh what, what is it that, that for a guy like that what is it that causes him he didn't slip under the radar but i don't think we thought of him as a star right now and he he shows those moments sorry like um if you look at like devin booker's trajectory it's kind of the same way i'm not saying he's going to be devin booker but like devin booker was sort of a late lottery pick and he ended up turning into what he is. Um, if you want to, from a game standpoint, he gets into his shot, I would say, probably better than 99% of the NBA players off the dribble. So he's low. He, he has that hard bounce, very Jerry West-like for all the old-school guys that used to watch Jerry West. And that ball is up over his head before he even starts to elevate, and, and it, it allows him to get his shot off. So when he's playing well or when he has a hot hand, the Heat have no problem with force feeding him and if he can get any type of space very similar to what Devin Booker does if he gets any type of space he can kind of drift and fade and step back and and, and play that game and um I mean he's a fun player to watch a lot of people compare him to Clay Thompson I don't think he's Clay Thompson like Clay Thompson is such an elite defender I do I do think like I said I'm not comparing him to Devin Booker but his game sort of echoes Devin Booker this is Brian Scalabrini, uh, Radio.com Sports NBA Insider, joining us. And uh, 
I think it's been interesting to see what's happened in in Milwaukee over the course of of the last several years. For you, when you were coming here as a visiting member uh, of a different team coming to Milwaukee, this was a completely different city with a completely different feel. How amazing is it to see this Bucks team go from what they were, say, five, six, seven years ago, even early in the Giannis era, to this powerhouse that they are now? Yeah, but this is not like the first time we've seen this, right? Uh, it's like anytime you get a dynamic player, and they and to me, the first time when I saw Giannis, the first time I was a coach of the Golden State Warriors, and he, you know, I, I watched him warm up, whatever, and you hear about Giannis, whatever. I watched him play, and I thought, oh my God, it's going to be Scottie Pippen out there. You know, like he was in transition, he was doing spin dribbles, he was hitting guys, he's playing super hard. And he defended, and I was like, I. But then that was, I think he maybe was six nine at the time. I didn't know he was going to grow to be seven foot tall, and uh, I never thought his body would develop the way he did. But once you get that dynamic player, everything becomes easier. It's easier to coach. It's easier to fill your roster with certain type of players. But you have to have that guy. And when Milwaukee drafted him, I, I remember talking to Danny Ainge, who I'm really close with now, is and he was. Um, I said, what happened with Giannis? He said, I went over to Greece and I watched him play in, uh, maybe it was December or January, and I liked him. I liked the way he played. I loved his passion for the game. It was some low-level Division three where it wasn't, wasn't, um, you know, it's just like it was hard to evaluate him. But he said, ultimately, like, I, I passed on him and I never took a second look. And he said, I'll never, ever, ever do that again. I'll watch a player but I'll always take a second look for all the people that I'm intrigued by. And uh, that second look cost them because they drafted Kelly Olenek one pick right before Giannis. And, you know, Danny has to, you know, live with the punches and, and, and he's done a great job in the draft. But I think that's one that he'll always think like, oh, man, I'll never ever, you know, just write a guy off early because you're, you're missing the most important part of the NBA is how much a guy improves. And Giannis improved so much and not just to the draft, the, the, the first time Danny saw him play in summer league, he knew right then and there I made a mistake. Brian Scalabrini, we appreciate the insights. Uh, fun NBA season. Can't wait to revisit this a little later on down the line. You got it, guys. See ya. Brian Scalabrini, that is a Radio.com Sports NBA Insider. An insider call is brought to you by the midsize Metris from Mercedes-Benz. Make sure you check out his show, Scal and Pals, uh, on Radio.com and the Radio.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.